Hello, welcome to our podcast series. We are part of Penn State Cooperative Extension, and this is a part of the new and beginning farmer team. We are developing these podcast series to help you make decisions on purchasing, leasing, or how to find land, which is one of the first things that any new and beginning farmer is going to need is land of some sort. My name is Lynn Kine. I'm a senior extension associate based on main campus and housed in Adams County. Hello, everyone. My name is Christy Powell. I'm an ag business growth and development educator. I'm based in the Lehigh Valley area in Lehigh and Northampton counties. And I'm Annie Miller, and I'm an educator with Penn State Extension as well. We will have three episodes in this original podcast series, followed by the fourth episode of us answering any questions that you have emailed into us. Our first episode, which is this is the first one, is an introduction to purchasing land. We Our second episode will be an introduction to leasing land. And our third episode is an interview with a gentleman that has land for sale or lease. And we go through some of the questions that you may want to ask potential person that you're leasing land from or that you're purchasing land from. Some of the questions you may want to ask that person about the property or about the land. So Lynn and Christy, if I'm a new or beginning farmer, how do I decide what I'm going to do? The first thing you need to consider is what do you have a passion for? And otherwise, you have to have a passion for what you want to do or it becomes a job. And nobody wants a second job or another job. They want something to do that they really love to do. And at that point, it becomes more of a love of life rather than a job. Okay, so I've done some exploring and read some books and visited some farms, and I kind of have an idea of what I want to do, but I find it kind of overwhelming because I don't really know where to start. Where do I start? One of the first things you want to do is develop a business plan. Within this business plan, there's many sections of the business plan, but what this will let you allow you to do is develop a roadmap for your business. It will show you where you're going and how you're going to get there. Part of this business plan, you're going to develop a management team. And on that management team may be an attorney, may be an insurance person, your lender, an accountant. And if you're looking for land of any sort, you may want to bring in a real estate agent to help you find that land. But these are people that want to help you succeed, but don't have a financial interest in your business. Right. So with the business planning, you know, you want to have your main mission statement and identify the goals of what you want to do for your business. And we do have some great resources, how to build your business plan on our Penn State Extension website that you can search. Okay. So I take some time, I sit down, I develop a business plan. I start to make some relationships with some management team, I think you called it. What do I do now? I mean, I now I know I, I'd like to be a flower farmer or have a small poultry flock. How do I get started finding land? One of the first things you want to do is if, if you find land, uh, if you find a parcel of land that you think you want to purchase or lease, you want to go to your township. Pennsylvania is a commonwealth. So the township is the closest form of government to the landowner. And they dictate what you can or cannot do on your land through uh, zoning. 
some counties in Pennsylvania do not have any county zoning, but each individual township may have a zoning ordinances. Make sure that you are allowed to do what you want to do on the land that you are considering. So when it comes to finding property, you want to find a property that properly meets the needs of what you would like to do, following your plan and not exactly always your heart. You know, you want to make sure that you can, first of all, that you can purchase it. You know, what what are your finances look like? And then you want to have an assessment of the site and the surrounding area as to, you know, is this properly going to meet your goals that you have for this type of farming endeavor that you would like to do? Is there going to be enough infrastructure in the area to support this operation? Can you build on this land? There's many different aspects that you have to look at before you can just take a plot of land and and start uh, growing crops on it or raising animals. One of the other things, too, that you're going to do when you write your business plan is develop a marketing plan. Uh, Is this land in close proximity to the markets that you are expecting to access? One of the major things is anybody can produce it, but you need to sell it to be able to have a profit at the end. Something you mentioned there, Lynn, zoning. I heard that term. I'm not sure I fully understand it. Can you explain zoning to me, please? Zoning is a regulation that's developed within each township, if they have it, that says you can do this or this or this on that property. If something is zoned light residential and agricultural, that means you have the right to develop a farm on that land. But somebody also has the right to build a house right beside where you are planning to start this farm. So there are some programs that uh, will protect you as far as farming. But one of the things that you really need to consider is neighborly relations. Not good to have upset neighbors. They can make farming uh, a lot harder chore than it actually should be if you don't get along with your neighbors. So if the best zoning that you can find is zoned agricultural and agricultural only, Uh, that way you don't have a multi-use zoning area. And that means that you can pretty much do any type of agriculture that you're considering. Okay, so I need to make sure that the land is zoned for my particular use. So that's a series of regulations that are set. And then it'll tell me I can do this or I can do that on that piece of land. So one thing I am concerned about, I've heard a lot about taxes. Can you talk to me about, you know, any benefits or drawbacks that I need to be aware of? So what Lynn was just talking about with zoning and finding land that's agriculturally zoned, there also are implications for taxes on an agricultural basis as well. You could find land that aligns with being able to qualify for homestead tax exclusions and farmstead tax exclusions. And also with that, your land that you're looking at could potentially be under some sort of easement. It could be under Clean and Green, which is Act 319 in Pennsylvania, or it could be preserved farmland or or just overall in an ag security area. These are all things that can help you from a financial standpoint, as well as a conservational standpoint in ensuring the vitality of the land that you're looking at. Okay, great. So this sounds like there are some maybe tax programs that might benefit me as a new and beginning farmer that I can look for. And where do I find that kind of information? You find that at the county because especially with clean and green, that is uh, county specific and each county may have their own set of regulations as to what qualifies for the clean and green statute. 
Most counties, you have to have 10 acres or more. Some counties, you can have less than 10 acres and being clean and green if you produce X amount of dollars per acre or for that land that you've produced that, that amount of income off of that land. So that's something that you really want to consider. And, and you know, most of the other programs that Christy listed uh, are also going to be recorded in your county land office. So it sounds like the county is a really good partner to agriculture. Right. And with some of those county offices, some offices are specifically dealing just with farmland preservation and clean and green programs, whereas in other counties, it could be lumped in with other land assessment items. I know a typical homeowner has to do due diligence. Is that due diligence different for farmers or people, you know, buying farmland? So basically what we talked with you guys about before is that the due diligence is looking at the assessment of the land that you're looking for and the due diligence of yourself. Can you afford that? Are you working with the proper people for financing, whether it's through the, uh, you know, the USDA with the Department of Ag and with any farm credit systems or your loan or financial banking people in general that you usually deal with. You just have to do due diligence on yourself and the land that you're looking for and not just think that you can somehow get land and just do anything you want with it. One of the other things you want to look at, be sure to look at, is the soil structure within that, within that parcel of land that you're considering. You need to have, in more cases than not, a good well-drained soil. And well-drained doesn't mean a steep slope. Uh, well-drained means that the soil, uh, when water falls on the soil, it percolates through the soil and, and goes into the aquifer at, at the correct rate. Uh, you want something that'll hold that water there for the roots to absorb and, and then pass on through. Uh, you don't want standing water or you don't want extremely steep slopes if you're trying to uh, grow a row crop or a vegetable crop. What do I need to know when approaching a bank? What are, do you have any ideas on how new and beginning farmers get financed? So depending on what bank that you're working with, some do have agricultural options or even for new business owners that you could work with specifically? One of the things that you might want to consider is working with the Farm Service Agency, who their main goal is to loan to production agriculture. Another good entity for uh, loans is the uh, farm credit system. And Pennsylvania is covered by two different farm credit systems. So uh, check one of those out, depending on where you are. And, and your local bank, uh, somebody, a bank that you already have an, a relationship established with, and they know you and you know them, it, it goes a long way when that person that you're dealing with uh, either knows you or knows about what you want to do. So it sounds like I have a lot of homework to do here besides sort of figuring out my dream, putting together a plan, assembling a team. I've got to look at the land. I need to make good contact with my county office. I need to understand the zoning. And then I have to find financing. Is there any uh, last words of wisdom that you might have for a, a new farmer looking for land? Right. You know, you want to make sure that with all of that homework that you're doing, and if you're working with a realtor, they can really help you in this aspect of 
looking at the proper legal and inspection issues that could go along with this land, you know, reviewing the title and the survey, the deed to the property, you know, boundary areas, uh, what was the land used prior to, you know, what you're looking into with it. And, uh, you know, just making making sure everything is good from a legal standpoint. A realtor should be able to help you with that. But if you choose not to go that route, there are definitely some factors to consider. One of the other things you might want to do, uh, and I would suggest this, is contact your local extension office. Uh, we, our new and beginning farmer team has educators throughout Pennsylvania. Some of us specialize in certain areas. We have people that specialize in, in row crops, meaning corn, soybeans, wheat, oats, that type of thing, hay. Uh, we have some that specialize in tree fruit. We have some that specialize in vegetables. Uh, we have a person that their specialty is soils. We have people that specialist in livestock, small ruminants, uh, sheep, goats, beef. We also have somebody, a couple educators that cover poultry. So, and, and we have several of us that, that actually cover the business side of, of uh, the, the new and beginning farmer. So, you know, we're here to help you. Uh, we, you know, we can be, re if you get in touch with your local extensions office and say, what's the closest person to me that is on the new and beginning farmer team, that's probably one of the areas that you can, one of the routes you can go. Another area or route that you can go is to ask a question at, after this episode is over and to ask those questions that, you know, we may have, may have piqued your interest and we may have we've probably raised more questions than we provided answers uh, during this short podcast. So if you have those questions, email those questions to LFK, all lowercase letters, the number four at psu.edu. Again, that's LFK4 at psu.edu. As I mentioned before, our fourth episode, we will try to answer those questions. Uh, we want the opportunity to do as much research as we can to make sure that we provide you with the best information that we can. Thank you so much.